Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in Atlanta, it's time for Gwinnett Chambers Monthly Radio Show, Open for Business. Spotlighting the top chamber members in Gwinnett, Open for Business is brought to you by Veritech. Veritech, great people, remarkable service. Hello and welcome to the Gwinnett Chambers Radio Show, Open for Business on Business Radio X. We're broadcasting live from the Subaru from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place, Atlanta. On this show, we like to highlight and feature some of our members. My name is Candace Felice, and today we will introduce three of our member businesses and nonprofit organizations. From the Epicurean Cafe in Duluth, we have Yana and Chef Omar. From two of our nonprofits, United Way of Greater Atlanta, Rachel Warnsley, and Gwinnett County Engagement Director, and Lisa Carpenter, founder and CEO of Lily's Little Ladies and Teen Queens in Duluth. Thank you all for joining us today. Thank, Thank you. you. We'll begin by having you share exactly why you chose Duluth as your business location. We'll begin with you, Yana. Well, um, both Chef Omar and I live within a stone's throw of, you know, the Duluth area. And we felt that it was a great place to put a fine dining restaurant to provide the same service, the same ambience, the same food that you would get if you drove in town. So why not do it in our background? We both have the expertise. Well, Chef more so than I. Um, Chef has been doing this over 17 years and is a James Beard nominee in the past. Um, so we thought this was probably the best place yeah, right I agree. in our backyard. I absolutely agree. I've lived, I was living in Duluth before. I have two daughters. So whenever we wanted to go out on the weekend, um, we always had problems because for the better half, all we had were um, chain restaurants. And um, I used to cook in the city and I know what it is that I wanted. And so when it came time that I wanted to do something um, for myself, I figured to solve one of the problems that I usually have on the weekends when I wanted to go out and dine, which would be to find a restaurant that has a little bit more than what a chain restaurant had to offer. And so um, Yana has a wonderful marketing um, background and I did the cooking. So I figured we could make a beautiful one two punch team and um, it's just feared well for us so far. And what are some of the dishes that you prepare, Chef? Well, when we opened the restaurant, what we try to, because um, I'm a classically French trained chef and uh, I didn't want to just do French cuisine. I wanted to do something that shows some kind of homage to the region that we are in and to be a little even more specific um, to the exact area that we were in. And uh, I, I was born and grown in Montego Bay, Jamaica. And while I was to some extent finding um, a pool where I wanted to do something on that end, I realized that I had to respect where I am. And I think that doing uh, contemporary American cuisine, show all the various Caribbean influences in it would be something that would be enticing to the surrounding neighborhood. So we went for it and it has shown to be very successful so far. Yana, from a business perspective, most people think that restaurants pretty much can run themselves. You have great food, you have great ambiance, but there's a lot of hard work that actually goes in to running a restaurant. This is true. Um, Coming from a corporate background where things are organized and everything is pre-planned, 
diving into the restaurant business in the last four years has been a culture shock for me. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but we fared well um, riding that wave. It's a lot of long hours. Behind the scenes, there is the permitting, the licensing, the everything from vendor relations to recruiting and, and sustaining servers and other staff, back of house, front of house. So it is quite a business to run. I mean, you're talking about chef, you can talk about this. Yeah, we you go in early in the morning and you don't expect to leave anytime until the place closes down. And there is everything from exactly what Yana just spoke to uh, and spoke about. And also what we found to be extremely important and um, effective also is our guest relations. We Mm -hmm. call them guests because that's what you are. We consider you a guest when you come to a restaurant, like a guest that came to your home and you give them just the best time ever. And um, just the idea of making someone understand the concept through not just the food, but through their request. Sometimes Mm -hmm. somebody will ask for something that just uh, doesn't quite jive with what it is that your philosophy is. Mm -hmm. And you have to be extremely um, gentle and um, understanding in your in your um, delivery, in mm-hmm. making them understand, okay, I understand what it is that you want and here's what we could provide that kind of will go alongside with what you yeah, probably stay, wanted to have. Stay, stay true to, to, to our to. brand because we believe that brand consistency is key to our survival. Yeah. It's really important. Absolutely. And speaking of brand, we have one of the best as far as humanitarian brands with us today, which is the United Way of Greater Atlanta. Rachel, let's go from speaking to food that feeds our bodies to speaking of food that that feeds our hearts. Tell us about the United Way. Well, as many of you may know, United Way is a worldwide nonprofit. Um, Just in North America alone, we have over 1,300 nonprofit um, United Ways. They're all individual Um, So United Way of Greater Atlanta, we serve 13 counties here in Greater Atlanta. We have five regional offices, and one of them happens to be in the Gwinnett Chamber Building. So we're we're positioned well to really meet with a lot of our corporate partners there in the Chamber Building. And what specifically do you have as far as your partnership with the the Greater Atlanta area when it comes to uh, providing for the needs of our children? Right. So for the next 10 years, the United Way of Greater Atlanta, we're really thinking about the work that we do. Everyone might be familiar with, you know, income, education, health, homelessness, but we're really focusing on what we're calling child well-being. And we're still in the business of supporting all of our neighbors in need in those four areas. For the last two years, we did some research with our partners at the Atlanta Regional Commission and Neighborhood Nexus, and we learned that 1.3 million children living in greater Atlanta, which is nearly half a million, are living in communities of low child well-being. So a lot of those factors prevent children from reaching their full potential. So that's what we're doing, and we're focusing on child well-being for the next 10 years. Greater Atlanta has one of the lowest rates of economic mobility in the country. So that means that above all all the other factors, a child's zip code is the best indicator for his or her future success. So that's why it's important, and that's why we're focusing on it. And how can the community help you achieve your goals? Well, you can advocate about it where, you know, that's that's one of the reasons why I'm here today is really to let folks know, especially in Gwinnett, we hear a lot about how success lives here. 
But we do have pockets of poverty in different areas here in Gwinnett County. Norcross is one of those areas. Um, A lot of our children, they live in extended stays and they think that that's home. And that's not home. No, we don't have, um, you know, people, we don't see too many people on the streets homeless. But poverty is a little different here. So in Gwinnett County, there are three main areas Um, that we see that are priorities. Early learning is one of our priorities, children in poverty, and also families that are not financially stable. And we have partnerships with the Community Foundation for Northeast Georgia, the Gwinnett Gwinnett Coalition for Health and Human Services, and working to address those issues as one large organization. Um, We call ourselves the Gwinnett Collective Impact Group. So people look to us in the community. So we're funders, we're really community organizers to get all the nonprofits on board. So we're addressing these three top issues in Gwinnett as a unit. And Lisa, you provide food for the soul and the spirit. Tell us about your idea with coming up for coming up with the idea for Lily's Little Ladies and Teen Queens. Absolutely. Um, well, I come from a very well-rounded childhood. My parents really believed in exposure. And so even though the school system exposed us to, you know, exposed me to a lot of things, my mother believed when school's over, now we're going to go to ballet and we're going to go to a play at the Fox Theater and we're going to go to camp and just exposure. And what it did for me as a person, I just feel I need to share that with the community. Um, Being a mother myself, I have three teenagers. Uh, One will actually be turning 16 this weekend, but just being able to watch them grow and seeing what keeps them well-rounded, keeps them out of trouble, which is very important, and keep them focused and keep them inspired. I decided to start Lily's Little Ladies and Teen Queens. My nickname was Lily. I had several nicknames growing up, but Lily was the one that stood out the most. And so, and it was catchy. And so I started Lily's Little Ladies and Teen Queens to give the girls exposure and inspire them to want to do more, to raise the bar, think highly of yourself. Um, They actually called me Queen Lily. And, you know, because I say, you know, if they call me Queen Lily, then they'll want to be queens too. Mm -hmm. So that's what we do. They're teen queens and they carry themselves like queens and they act like queens and people treat them like queens. And so um, our goal is to just get out into the community and take them to places that some of them probably will never have an opportunity to go to. Um, And some will, but maybe parents don't have time. Or maybe they just enjoy going with the group, with the sisterhood. And so we we do things. um, We have tea parties and health and wealth awareness workshops. We do community service. Um, We climb Stone Mountain. So it's it's (laughs) a little bit of everything. And that's what we do. And that's what inspired me. And what's your age group? Um, The Lily's Little Ladies are ages 6 to 12. Mm -hmm. And then the Teen Queens are ages 13 to 17. And what type of response have you had from the parents and seeing their girls go through your program? Well, the funny thing is when um, I mentioned that we're going to be doing this, the first thing that I saw that caught my attention was that the parents were like, oh, thank you so much. I need somewhere for my daughter to go. Um, And I was the same way, having two daughters at home that are always, you know, Snapchatting or something. I'm like, okay, it's time to go do something. Let's get some exposure in our lives. So, um, at the, everybody's receiving it well. Even I've had single fathers to come to me and say, I don't know what to do with my daughter. I need help. And I'm like, 
here we're over here. Let's let's <laughs> get you involved. And um, so it looks like it's kind of saving souls at the same time, um, but having a good time and giving the girls something to look forward to doing. And it makes me feel good. I have one of the girls um, that she's a teen queen and she called and she she moved to the other side of town. So she hadn't been able to come to anything. And she literally texted me herself and said, when is the next event? I can't wait until we have something again. So that makes me feel like this is necessary. It's important. And just knowing that the girls are excited about it, just keeping teenagers and little girls excited, that's key. What have you seen that was something that was common when you were growing up that's different about the young people that we see growing up today? Communication. Um, Technology has taken over. Um, We'll be sitting in a room and it could be five or six girls and no noise. <laughs> I'm like, okay, something is not right here. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was growing up, we had to talk. We had to introduce ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, after we introduced ourselves, we didn't have the, you know, we had TV, but usually that wasn't our focus. We definitely didn't have a cell phone. We all shared one phone in the house and it was connected to a cord that wouldn't reach to another room. So we had to talk. And it just breaks my heart when I see a room full of girls or people, period, that are not engaged in any type of conversation. So um, that's one of the things that we definitely promote is conversation. Let's talk. Let's let's be friends. <laughs> let's get to know each other. Yes, definitely. That is what I've noticed. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Business Radio X. We're broadcasting from we're broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place of Atlanta. This is the Gwinnett Chambers Radio Show, open for business. And my guests today are from the Epicurean Cafe, Chef Omar Powell and Yana Lee Fong. They are both co-owners of the cafe. Also joining us is Rachel Warnsley from the United Way of Greater Atlanta. And Lisa Carpenter, she's the founder and CEO of Lily's Little Ladies and Teen Queens in Duluth. Thank you guys for, again, joining us today and talking about your specialties and why your business came to Gwinnett. Yana, we were discussing about the difficulties of running a restaurant, the work that goes into actually having a business but there's also future growth. And, and as Gwinnett's tagline, it, tagline is, Gwinnett success lives here. Have you seen the success that you would want for the business at this stage? Actually, we have. Um, we've been um, in this particular location a year and a half, mm-hmm. but we have owned the business for about three years. And I have to say the leadership of Gwinnett have been supremely supportive from the um, city of Duluth city council to the mayor, um, extremely supportive of the business. And we've seen tremendous growth around where we are because they've just regentrified, if you could call it that, the area around us. Uh, we're in a, a home that's over 100 years old. And it's one of the last, I guess, bastions of the Duluth area. We're right on the town green. And from our vantage, we can see all the development. And um, it's just been really tremendous growth there. I agree. It's, um, it's it, you know, because I had lived there, I've lived there for so long, I kind of know and see what happens. And it's almost miraculous when you walk, when you drive up and you look, 
what was once an old church is now a restaurant in the making. And right beside it, what was an old bank suddenly become a new other restaurant or there's another business opening up. And right across the road, they're opening up a, a huge multi-studio uh, um, live workspace and mm-hmm. a lot of development going on there. Um, I love where we are because it's untouched so far. You know, it's, as Yana said, it's a very old building and it kind of um, engenders what we do because mm-hmm. we have that sense of time. and We don't expect you to come in all dressed up. We right. want you to come in feeling comfortable because it's all about the the ambience, the food. We really, really want you to enjoy the space. Right. And so we found where some people walk in and they go, oh, you know, I've been... I've been saving up to do this from last year. I'm like, you should be talking about. It's not that kind of a setup, really. Our food is not that expensive. We can, you can come in and have lunch and dinner and come back tomorrow and still be able to pay the bills. I promise you that. So it is fine dining, but it is a comfortable ambiance. Yes, yes. Do you do special events like weddings, anniversaries? Um, the space lends itself to, a, we've done a lot of bridal dinners, luncheons, corporate dinners. It's great for corporate dinners because it's separate dining rooms. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to have a business meeting, it's a great place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's what we've found to be a great uptake in our business recently because we've found a lot of business people who want to do something, but they don't want it to be uh, a, huge know, hotel, a huge hotel or a big a big ballroom where we're sitting in and it's, you know, the echo is killing us. And it, it is an old home. So you have different rooms. Yeah. And so you can literally have a dining experience for just nine executives at a table and you have your own room. We could do it for 20 and you have your own room because they're different dining rooms. And so the quaintness and that's one of the things that people, a lot of our corporate people walk in for because they just wanted to do something that will wow their customers or their guests with something that's just off the beaten path that just delivers with something that's just different. And we've been able to definitely satisfy that in a lot of our corporate clients. Well, Lisa, it sounds like this will this is a perfect outing for you to take your little teen queens. Absolutely. I was thinking the same exact yes, thing. We also things. have a beautiful patio that you sit on it and you're looking at the town green. And so Gwinnett, um, the Duluth has a lot of events. And so they have a, a huge area where they have performances and stuff. And people bought, literally come to see the event, but they want to sit and eat, you're sitting on the patio and enjoying the event on the green. So that's there's that side of, the, of our restaurant also that there is an opening area that actually have where you can sit down and enjoy the green. So it's a beautiful space. You should come by and it's see exciting. it. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel, getting back to what we were discussing about, there are areas of poverty within Gwinnett County as much as this is a very affluent and growing and prosperous area. Again, there are needs where we need to be giving back and focusing in on giving back to those needs. Some of the other areas that we need to discuss with regard to the mission of the United Way is uh, the types of support that United Way of Greater Atlanta provides to nonprofits. Yeah, definitely. So the United Way of Greater Atlanta, we are actually the largest fundraising United Way in the country. Last year, we raised $79 million for Greater Atlanta. And we invested about $2.7 million 
that was available for investment, uh, $2.7 million in Gwinnett County alone. And the top five needs that we had last year in 2016 was rent payment assistance, electrical, electrical bill payment assistance, our food pantries, community shelters, as well as transitional housing. So those are some of the needs that we have in the community. And we've had a lot of different investments. United Way of Greater Atlanta, we have this Shark Tank style event called Spark. And we brought that out here to Gwinnett County and we raised over $80,000 to do that. And we invested $75,000 back into nonprofits here. And we have that coming up again in May 2018. So a lot of nonprofits in the area were looking at focusing on collective impact models. So that's like centralized infrastructure, dedicated staff, continuous communication, really having nonprofits, having that common agenda, shared measurement tools, similar to what we've done already ourselves and holding ourselves accountable to 14 different measures um, with our child well-being index for Greater Atlanta as a whole. So we're excited about bringing that. We have investments in the Scott D. Hudgens D. Scott Hudgens Junior Early Education Center, which is on the campus of Gwinnett Tech. It offers like unmatched early education for children ages six to eight years. Um, The Hudgens Center is um, a Georgia quality rated program, and it's sponsored by the United Way of Greater Atlanta. What are some of the other programs that you have throughout the year of fundraisers? I know with it, United Way being an international organization, you do have these different events throughout the year that you do, but you also have unique events that you sponsor through the Gwinnett. Yes. One unique thing that we have specifically in Gwinnett is we started it back in 2012, um, is our Gwinnett Reentry Intervention Program. When that is um, uh, something that we started, it works to provide services to help individuals transition back into society after being incarcerated. And I know you guys may have seen that on OWN, there's a, there's a show now. So you get to really see what families actually go through. So we've been vested in that since 2012. And it's actually branched out into Rockdale counties and even national, mm-hmm. um, national different counties and constituencies come to Gwinnett to look at how we run GRIP. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're really doing really well with that. Recidivism rates are down. I mean, this is, this, is, this is where our dollars are going. This is where our tax dollars are going. And we don't want our families going back into the system. So we really provide wraparound services to those individuals that were incarcerated. A lot of them end up being homeless. And, of course, that impacts our community. But they're going to come back into our communities. So we want to make sure that they're successful and they're good parents for their children. A lot of them do have children. Yeah, so we do quite a bit. And, Lisa, speaking to the different types of events that go on, you do partner with other nonprofits for your girls. There's, there's also young men events that you bring your girls to. Yes, um, we've actually partnered with um, Youth Education and Sports. It's a program for girls and boys that go into the schools, and they actually talk to kids who are athletic and show them how they can actually pay for college with their sports abilities. They show them how to um, how to get scholarships and, you know, just starting early because if you wait too late, you might miss the boat. And so they actually go into the school systems and work with the kids and the parents to show them how to get the scholarship money um, using their athletic um athletic abilities. So I've partnered with that organization because I have a lot of girls, including my own girls, who are actually athletes. 
And um, so just knowing how, you know, sometimes mommy doesn't know what she's talking about. (laughs) So to hear it from somebody else, you know, you need to start preparing early, get your grades in order, you know, um, get the exposure, create those videos and footage so that you can be seen. That's what his organization does. And uh, his name is um, Emery Williams. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so that's one of the partnerships that we do. And then the other thing that we do, um, listening to your your story about the restaurant and with with the United Way, um, we give businesses an opportunity to expose their businesses through our organization because we would maybe come to your restaurant to have a fine dining experience and that would help to promote your business as well. So I'm always looking for people to come out and share and present and give themselves an opportunity to market while we learn at the same time. Well, this has been such a wonderful roundtable discussion today showing that the Gwinnett Chamber has various different organizations and the importance of giving back to the communities that we live in. What would you say, and we'll just go around the table, you've had the benefit of growing your organization, be it nonprofit or, you know, a business such as a restaurant or any type of organization that has brought value to your membership there at the Gwinnett Chamber? Just the the business exposure. Um, I I recently attended the Cocktails in the Courtyard event at the Embassy Suite. And, you know, I had an opportunity to meet entrepreneurs from all over and network and, you know, exchange business cards. And now we're able to, um, you know, do work business together. And so I think with the Chamber, absolutely the exposure Yana. Well, we recently joined and I, I will I'll echo what you said. I yeah, was at absolutely. the cocktails in the courtyard and just amazed at how many entrepreneurs are in the area that you can network with and get the exposure for, you know, for the business and grow your business through it. Well, the United Way of Greater Atlanta, we've been long partners with the chamber and we're actually um, have been longstanding chairman's club members as well. So we have a lot of corporate partners all throughout Greater Atlanta so we definitely, these are, so it's a great stewardship opportunity for us to make sure that we're sorting our donors properly. Those are our corporate partners and also a lot of the individuals that we have here in Gwinnett. And moving forward, how would you like to see your business develop and grow within Gwinnett County? We'll start with you, Lisa. I just want to see us, I, I want to make sure that the girls in all the schools are aware of Lily's Little Ladies and Teen Queens because it does give them a place to go and grow. Um, the sister sessions, we are like a sisterhood and we have a good time. You know, if, you, if you're not involved in sports and you're bored on the weekend, you don't have to be because you can become a member of Lily's Little Ladies and Teen Queens and nothing's ever the same. We do something, as a matter of fact, we're a year and three months now um, today some of our events that we did in the past, they're now the second annual. So I'm excited about that. But I'm just looking to add more and more girls and give everybody an opportunity to become a part of something wonderful. I think it's just a wonderful thing that we're doing. And we're looking to do an end of the year uh, Feed the Homeless fashion show. So they'll actually get to coordinate it themselves. They'll do the event planning, of course, with the help of the parents and the adults. But I'm just looking forward to that. And they can always go to our chamber website to find information about your organization. But how can they contact you? Well, you can go to our website, which is www.lll-tqs.com. Or you can call us at 810-210-4574. And you can ask for Lisa or Queen Lily. Yana. 
Well, we're looking to grow our business specifically in the corporate dining and um, catering aspects of the business. But we are also looking for ways to obviously strategically give back to the community that's been so supportive of us. And how can our listeners get in touch with you? We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Our website is epicureancafeatl.com. They can stop in and come see the house. (laughs) And um, our phone number is 770-476-2989. And Rachel, I know that they could go to the national website, but let's let's get into the specifics of how they can partner with you in Gwinnett. Yeah, definitely here in Gwinnett. Um, I brought about the whole thing with our child well-being. It'll, you guys would be surprised what, with the child well-being index we have on our website. So www.unitedwayatlanta.org. We have it where you, it's a heat map that we have. So you can actually plug in your zip code and see you, if you're in an area of low or very low child well-being. So that's something that we're really trying to bring, bring awareness to and greater Atlanta as a whole. And I would love to talk with anyone that's interested in investing in making sure that we don't have these issues here in greater Atlanta. So it does take time, talent, and treasure. Um, A lot of folks, you know, a lot of the nonprofits that we see here in Gwinnett County, a lot of folks may not realize that United Way is investing in all of these different nonprofits. And we do that throughout the year. Uh, We just had great uh, Gwinnett Great Days of Service. We've been a longstanding partner of Gwinnett Great Days of Service. So we plan to expand that um, throughout. And you guys can reach me anytime at 404-527-8807. And that's in the Gwinnett office. Today, you've been listening to Gwinnett Chambers radio show on Open for Business on Business Radio X. Our guests have been from the Epicurean Cafe. Co-owners, Chef Omar Powell and Yana Lee Fong from the United Way of Gwinnett and Greater Atlanta, Rachel Wainsley, and from Lily's Ladies and Teen Queens founder and CEO, Lisa Carpenter. Remember, the mission of the Gwinnett County Chamber is to strengthen existing businesses, facilitate the growth of quality job opportunities, and enrich the community's quality of life. And I'm sure you, as you've heard from today's panel, we have a wealth of business opportunities and also a wealth of opportunities for you to give back to the community. I'm Candace Felice, and we'll see you next time on Open for Business. 